asking the right questions will unlock your best life. They are the keys to enjoying more clarity, passion, balance, and confidence. Hi, I'm Todd Parker. And I'm Bridget Sampson. We're certified executive and life coaches, communication professors, trainers, consultants, and most importantly, parents. We're also dear friends who love diving into those deep conversations about life, relationships, family, and careers. All things about being a curious and compassionate human on this planet. So please join us, and we know you'll find something valuable that resonates with wherever you are on your journey. Welcome back to the Right Questions Podcast. I am Todd Parker, your co-host on this hopefully lovely, informative, and enlightening show. It is so great to be here with you today and also to be here with my co-host, Bridget. How are you doing in this fine, fine, fine day? We're coming into the end of the year. How's it going? It's going great. Todd, very happy to be here, excited about the subject today, and looking forward to going into the holidays and helping people to enjoy them more with our discussion today. Yes, that is the goal, right? We're going to try to offer a little bit, a little bit of info, a little, maybe some ideas, maybe some tips about, you know, how we might, as she said, manage the holidays, manage ourselves so that we might engage in the holidays. That's probably a better way to put it in a more meaningful way. All right. And so the question. I'm going to jump right to the question today so that you know where we're, where we're headed. Here it is. What is the value of slowing down? All right. What's the value of slowing down? And we may even make a distinction between slowing down and paring down and have a discussion kind of like, what, what does that really mean? Because here's where we live, right? We live in a world that really values doing. They value the doing over the being. And it's not all the time. It's not whole true for everybody all the time. But if you look at what goes on, what we value as a culture, right? At least here, right here in the United States, right? We very much value individualism. We value achievement. We're an achievement culture. We want to, we don't want to blend in. We want to stand out. And in doing so, we, we also, we value the hustle. It's like, oh, you hustling today? Did you hustle? Did you, how, how much did you work? Oh man, I'm so stressed out. I'm just, I'm so, I work, I didn't even sleep last night. I'm so stressed out trying to think of what I'm going to do tomorrow, right? We value the doing is, is, is the point here. And Bridget, I, I mean, do you see the same thing going on? You tell absolutely, me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is me. That is me. Exactly. And I am constantly going, going, going and feeling like it's a badge of honor at the end of the day to be like, I worked so many hours and I got so many things done and I did this and I sent a card to this person and I did this and I, you know, and I am definitely recognizing that that is not sustainable <laughs> as I get older. Older. And as we move to the holidays, honestly, I don't want it to be that way. And a lot of us, I think, are in this moment of wanting to have all this meaningful time with people we love, but also feeling the pressure of our jobs and our lives and all our obligations. And so this topic is really, really important to me in a, in a deeply personal way. Yeah. Well, we, Bridget, right, like all like all of our colleagues and anyone listening, we talk about things that are important to us and also often things we want to practice in our own lives as well to remind ourselves even, right? It's one of the the gifts of being a coach and doing what we do and studying and teaching what we do is we're reminded of it all the time. So, it doesn't it, it makes uh, make no mistake that we select listeners, we select these topics to remind ourselves of things as well, right? Cuz let's be clear, we 
love achieving and being successful, right? In all, in a lot of respects, we might have to talk about what does success look like, right? That's part of slowing down is actually reevaluating success. It might not be monetary, although it might be, right? But the gift of this work is we remind ourselves. So we want to achieve, we want to be successful, we want to uh, uh, impact the world, which could be success, right? Impact the world in the ways that we want. We say all the time, we want to leave you better than we found you. We're just trying to take you up a little notch. So that's all success. But what we want to encourage you to do is slow down and understand that to find any levels of success, like to raise our levels of success, probably dare we say, does require slowing down or maybe paring down to really reevaluate and figure out how to be most successful with the things that are most, most meaningful to us. So that's what we're going to do today. That was very well said. I'm just nodding and going, I need to listen to this podcast as much as I need to be a co-host of this um, topic. So no, I'm going to follow your lead. I think I really want to hear about, I know you've been reading about this and really thinking about it. So tell us more. There's a discussion about slowing down and paring down, right? And slowing down has no shortage of benefits. Research, you know me, I like research, I like, I like science, I like evidence, right? And so whether it's uh, lowering our stress by, and lowering our blood pressure, enhancing our decision making, enhancing our cognitive functioning, right? When we're, uh, uh, or just restoring when I say just, this is kind of the core of everything, restoring our emotional well-being, our emotional equilibrium and bringing us back to homeostasis. I, there's a reason we talk about mini habits in episode four. There's a reason we talk about morning routine, episode 15. There's a reason we had Quan, our good friend Quan on in episode 10 to talk about why, why do I work myself to death? You know, insanely successful entrepreneurs like saying, I have to take a, t- I had to take a moment to slow down was really what Quan was saying. And even, you know, episode 19 with our good friend Angela is a, just a marvelous soul, a wonderful soul with just a, a, an incredible expert on the mind body connection. She talks about how we break out of our invisible prison. So these things that we create for ourselves, whether societally or self inflicted, we're like, I got to work harder. I got to go further. I got to do more, right? To be able to do any of that, we're going to challenge you to say, you put, you may need to slow down. You may need to slow down for a second. So that's how we're going to, we're going to take you today. First thought. All right. Cause we talked about the benefits. The first like kind of benefit I want to highlight is the idea of clarity and that when you slow down, you find some more clarity around things. So Bridget, have you, first off, how do you get yourself before we even get to the clarity? How do you get yourself to slow down on the daily? Like, are you able to? Yeah, I think that for me, it really does start with my morning meditation. Going back to the episode on mini habits and also our more, especially our morning routine episode, it really reinforced for me. Like, I think it's been probably over two years that I can say that I have done at least a 10 minute morning meditation every single day. And for me, we have to know our personality, right? Like for me, I know my personality and I know my mind is going, 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 going. I mean, I am just coming up with 5,000 ideas a day and then they'll, and then they'll change. And then the next day I'll have 5,000 new ideas, right? It is just constantly going. And so if I don't, when I, when I wasn't meditating every day and I was meditating sporadically, I could see that 
the monkey mind, the nonstop, the like just going off in every different direction was so much worse on a day when I did not have at least a 10 minute really going deep inside, calming my mind, you know, kind of fortifying myself for the day to, to have that space to slow down when I needed to during the day. So for me, that's a big part of it. But I think then, then it becomes about, you know, also to mention our episode with, with our friend Soph about getting our stuff done, like really coming out of the morning meditation and entering into the day with an idea of what's important that day and not allowing ourselves to become pushed and pulled in every different direction by the emails that are coming in, by messages, by obligations, by things that other people are asking of us, right? But to be really clear on like, you know, right now, I mean, we're talking about coming into the holidays. I'm, you know, this week, so you know, listeners, is the week of Thanksgiving. So I'm really in that that struggle of like, yes, all the work emails are still coming in and there's so much to do, but my daughter and her partner are arriving tomorrow afternoon. And I'm, my brain is starting to go, come on, Bridget, you know what matters. Like I only get to be with my kids occasionally, rarely. I haven't seen them in months. I haven't seen my younger daughter in months. She's away at college. Like I am not going to like just being able to tell myself, I don't need to answer a single email while they are here. They're only here for like three, three and a half days. Right. So my brain, but my brain wants to fight that and be in like, no, no, that mode that you talked about earlier, keep going, keep going. There's stuff coming in. There's things to do, you know, like, so I, I don't know if I'm off on a tangent, but this is, this is what it's about for me. We're talking about getting clarity. And what I asked you is, is that resonate for you? So when you slow down to get clarity on what I heard you talking about was values and priorities, right? So if we're answering the question, like, what, what's the value? What's the value of slowing down? Well, you can get clarity on your priorities, right? Not that, not that Bridget does not want to be successful, right? Success comes in a lot of different ways. She's successful in her business. She's successful with her kids and her family. And to do so, to continue to be so, she has to check some of the tendencies, just like I would have to. I'm doing the same thing, Bridget. 2022s, we all want to, we, we need to, we got to get new work, right? We have to, we have to market. We have to do all the things that all of you all who are listening to this episode are doing. And we're also saying we have goals. We have priorities that are way beyond any of that. And those goals are enhanced if we take time to be with ourselves first and then to be with, as I hear you saying, Bridget, to be with our family, to be with the thing that fill, fills you up. You know, my sister's coming with, you know, with the kids and, and her fiance. We're going to be with my parents, you know, my partner and all, all of our kids are going to be there. There's seven of us, four of them, two of my parents, right? There's just, there's a lot to appreciate. And one of the things I realize is when I don't slow down and get some clarity, like you just talked about, I'm not able to experience all the gifts that really exist right there in being with my family, in being with my kids, in being, you know, with the turkey, if that's, you know, I've heard you talk, you've talked about being with food, right? And- right, exactly. And that absolutely requires the kind of slowing down that you're talking about. So really what we're trying to say is that if you're just running, 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 and not able to look around and take in because you didn't take time to slow down, you're going to miss a whole bunch of stuff, right? You, you're going to miss not just the experience with your family, kids, what have you, which, but let's be honest, has been kind of probably lacking in, you know, at least with extended family, right? Because of COVID and all that. 
but you're going to miss creative ideas, right? If we're just talking about business, you're going to miss creative ideas, creative opportunities for putting things together, for figuring out solutions that people haven't figured out yet, right? All that stuff exists as we slow down. And so it might be counterintuitive to say that success comes from slowing down, especially in a culture that values the doing so much. Again, we're going to lean on it. Please tune into the being to get yourself some more clarity on your values. Which is another episode. I don't know if we mentioned that one yet, but that's a whole, everything we're talking about in this episode, we could somehow tie back to some previous episode, but we had a whole episode on balancing being and doing. And, you know, I think that's really helpful here as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I was telling, I started to tell you in anticipation of this and I said, I'm going to stop, I'm going to tell you in the podcast. So in keeping with slowing down and getting greater clarity, I know that um, I have to tune into the data that my body is giving me. Like what is going on with my shoulders? If I have a headache, like this, my headaches are a specific signal to me, like Todd, something's off with you, right? So there was something this weekend, right? Both myself and Rebecca, my partner, like we have five kids between us. We have a blended family. There's a lot going on. Isabella just finished cheer, you know, but Jameson had, uh, um, he has a little league game and then he's got his party. And then there was a birthday party for some of the other kids and they had gymnastics. And then the birthday party was out of town somewhere else in another town, you know, and then he had his football game on Sunday night, right? So I just set it up to say, and that's just family stuff, let alone Christmas is coming up, Thanksgiving is coming up. So we have to do, you know, all that stuff. And I said to Rebecca on Friday night, because we both, she got this great thing from the Gottmans. I don't know if any of you follow the Gottman Institute. We, you know, we tune in to think experts that can help us always with with advice for healthy relationships. So the Gottmans talk about this great tool. They say, you know, share with your partner what percent you're at. Kind of like mm. I'm, I'm surmising it, but it's like, Ooh, hey, I'm like at that. 37%. Yep. <laughs> and she'll be like, yeah, I'm at about 20. Uh-huh. Like, okay, well, between the two of us, we've got like about 50 right. So, you know, we would charge our phone if it was starting to go low. Yes. So it's, it kind of like gives the other person an idea of where you're at. So we did that. We do that a lot. So we did that on Friday night and it was like, okay, we're not doing well. We're, we're like, we're tired from the week. It's been a long week. I said, sweetie, like on, uh, then we had Saturday. And so on Saturday night I said, Hey, we need to just go slow. Like we, tomorrow needs to go slow. We don't have anything to do tomorrow morning. We don't have to get up for anything. Let's, and her and I don't watch TV, by the way. We have hardly ever, I should say, not ever. So she goes, uh, uh, okay, let's do it. What do you want to do? And I said in the morning, and this is in keeping with boundaries, right? So we get clarity by carving out time for ourselves. And the second idea we wanted to offer, uh, like you can't go after things if you're dead, right? You can't go hustle if you're dead. So in keeping with that, I said, we need to slow down. We need to slow down. So how do we slow down? We're going to not look at our phones, even draw the boundary when we wake up. So even though the phones are right there, we're not going to look at them. We're going to go get some coffee and we're going to draw a boundary with the kids and give ourselves an hour before we come out of the room and we're going to watch something stupid or whatever on TV. We're just going to watch something, which we don't do. So we watched some show. We still like, a, you know, taught us something, of course, because we're those type of people. But we did that for an hour. And what we realized in doing it, as we've done before, is that we have so much more to give everything else in our life. 
when we take time to take care of ourselves. And with five kids, to be quite honest, if we wake up, there's somebody asking us for something as soon as we come out of the door. And so we came out and said, hey, we're going to take some time. You guys are fine. You know where food is. If you need, if you can wait a little bit, right? No one was going to die. Play some games, no technology, no TV. And they did. They were fine. Lessons for us are always like, have the courage. You know, I'm sharing with everyone here, have the courage to carve out that time, those boundaries, right? Slow it down and get that clarity. But part of that clarity was also tuning into myself right from knowing what symptoms I was experiencing, uh, what data, what my body was telling me. So yeah. I don't know, does that resonate yeah. with you it at all, It resonates completely, to- completely. And yes, and I love the connection to the physical manifestation. It's kind of the physical manifestation of stress and of being overloaded and not slowing down to take the time to rest and digest is right. What I've heard my therapist say, by the way, therapy helps a lot too. And I'm happy to share that I'm, I'm, I have an amazing therapist. And she talks a lot about how I need to rest and digest. You know, we need to stop and let our body catch up and get a break and catch a break. And you're right. I have a herniated disc that has caused me extreme pain at times when I'm not being mindful of how I'm moving in the world and also how I'm experiencing the world emotionally. Right. So I have to pay attention to that. And absolutely. And, you know, you talking about kids, you know, we, we think this is relevant for everyone, whether you have kids or not. Or whether you have one kid or like Todd's, you know, yeah. managing five kids with his partner between the two of them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. A pet. But that really resonates deeply with me because my kids are adults. And I think about when they were young, I think I know I was a good mom and I know we had wonderful time together. And I'm so happy that I had my own business and taught part time so that I really did have time to slow down with them. But when I look back, I do... I would give anything to go back for a day. I've been thinking about this lately because I don't get to see my kids much because I, I joke and say, I did such a good job that they're like out on their own and they don't need me at all anymore, which, which is really hard for me, you know, but I've been thinking a lot lately about how I'd give anything to go back to one day when they were little. And I'll tell you what I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do a single thing for work. If I had work on that day, I would call in sick. <laughs> you know, I would be so slow and I would just look at them and soak up their joy and their fun and the kind of energy and being in the moment, Zen Buddhist-ness that kids offer that we just can't get from adults or from ourselves. You know, I've been thinking about that a lot, but I can't, you know, I can only go to that nostalgia so much because then I go, but wait a minute, I could live another 40 years. Like I get all, I get all these days to slow down. And even though I don't have kids in my life at the moment, I hope to be a grandma someday, but at the moment I don't have really kids in my life. Um, I get, I have my life and I can wake up every day and slow down enough to say, what do I want to do with this glorious day that I've been given? And and I have to slow down to really ask that question because there's going to be a million things in front of me calling me to do what everybody else wants me to do, right? <laughs> you know, and I, I, I'll take it even a step further, Bridget. We've got a number of clients who have no children. Their businesses and their projects are their children. They're their babies. And this it's so if we've got five projects, five businesses we're working on, right? We've no serial entrepreneurs who are just out there, you know, and that's the priority. Yes, excellent. We love it, right? One of those projects, the one of those babies, we missed the idea for you know, launching that next thing. So it's not just about people, it's just about ideas and 
energy and conservation and balance, right? That's why as we come into the end of the year, it's been a, a another crazy year, right? 2021. We thought coming, like, if I think back to the start of 2020, it's like, all right, we do 2020. That was a horror film. Now we're coming into 2021. It's going to be all rainbows and butterflies and bunnies jumping everywhere. Nope. Nope. Another year of, I think we each did one job outside of our homes. That's it. And we thought we were going to go, we thought 2021 was going to be the year of being back out there. And I'm not complaining, right? Because we're so blessed that we were able to do all the work virtually again. But we each did one job outside of our homes. That was it. And we thought this was going to be the year of being back out and about it for work. Yeah. Yeah. And so as we were coming into the holidays, and if you're watching, you know, on YouTube, I'm going down. I got my, my hands going down saying like trying to slow down and try to cruise, not, not like put on neutral and cruise control, but try to come into a place where we feel confident and courageous and well balanced as we move into 2022. Cause my point about 2021 is we didn't know what it was going to look like. We still don't know what it's going to, what we don't know what 2022 is going to look like. Even best laid plans. We have right? no idea. <laughs> So the last two points I wanted to make, because it comes, this comes full circle is when you slow down, or if we're answering the question that we pose, right? What is the value of slowing down? Um, you can really figure out number three, figure out your emotions, right? Not just check in and tune into, but play with, challenge, promote the emotions that, you know, bring you, bring you to the places you want to uh, be, thoughts you want to think. And then the last one, make better decisions, right? Because all of us need to make great decisions in all respects of life. So slowing down has these benefits that just, just keep giving. So Bridget, we're coaches. We work with very driven, very successful people day in and day out. Okay. From the outside looking in, and this is to go along with the culture that is established here society leave, like hustling and just going and being busy and being stressed and being the last one at the office, first one, right? All that stuff. That's not actually what the most successful people do. That's like the canard. That's the fallacy that is presented to the world, but that's not what they do. You look at the top CEOs, you look at the top, uh, like, People are taking care of their mind, body, and soul in very real ways because the most successful people know that without proper management of their emotional well-being, none of the other stuff can really go with the way they want it to. It might work for a little bit, but it's eventually going to come crashing down because they're going to come crashing down. Does that resonate with you at all? Oh, 100%, Todd. Absolutely. I Whenever I read an article about, you know, a Bill Gates who talks about having thinking time every day, quiet time. My, my own husband, Neil, has modeled that for me forever. He, he takes time to just be and just sit. And he's like, why can't you do that, Bridget? And I'm trying. I'm learning. Um, and right. So some brilliant idea might come to you during that time or not. It's that detachment from a result, right? We were so focused on results, which is great, but we have to have a little bit of time that's not results oriented, that's just being oriented and something may come out of it, a solution may come out of it, or we've just used it as that time to rest and digest, to recharge, to rebuild our energy for going into that next thing where we are going to be, you know, come up with ideas and solutions, right? So 
everything I've read says, to your point, exactly. The most successful people absolutely do that. They cannot fathom not having that time to slow down and to just be. When we're blown about by every wind that the day gives us, which is often when we're feeling chaotic internally, frenetic energy internally, when we can't make sense of our ideas, there's too many thoughts to make sense of, too many, you can't get them into the compartments. And I know you're all you listening know what I'm talking about. When we're unable to do that, everything suffers, right? So the most successful people know they have to manage their emotions first and they make time, usually at the start of the day. That's why we've done the upset on morning routines. It's why we talk about, you know, morning routine in conjunction with mini habits. Like what can you do? We always get there at the end, but we've already talked about it a number of times, right? Be intentional. And I have to meditate every day. I have to. And when I don't, because I don't always, I suffer as a result of it. I'm not as emotionally well across my day. And I know it and I feel it. And then I have to stop and be like, geez, I can't believe you missed that today. And you look at why, why are you shaking in the wind, Todd? I'm like, oh, oh God. Okay. Because when that meditation slows down, I check in with my priorities and I, then I set my intention for what's going to happen across the day. So we've turned it around from being managed by the day, being managed by the schedule to then managing the day, managing our schedule. Just like I told the story of the weekend and managing the schedule the way I want it, we teach executives, we talk all day long with leaders about how to do that same thing in their professional lives as well as well as their personal, right? Because they slowing down has so much freaking value. And that brings us to the last one, right? I said better decision-making, which all of us have to make, leaders or not, right? (laughs) I mean, my kids have to make decisions too, when we slow down, like this is well supported, I said by the science, we make better decisions, right? We can invest. And so investing more time in slowing down to make better decisions just makes great sense. Um, you know, I, I'm reminded of a video game that I used to play as a child called Excite Bike on Nintendo, the original OG Nintendo from the 80s, right? Which I still have back in the other room that I play with my son. And yes, you can get it on Nintendo Switch, but it's not the same. So in Excitebike, you know, you could press A and you could press B. There was only two buttons. And if you pressed A, it just was like normal speed. Consider it like, you know, normal RPMs. You're just going along. But when you pressed B, you got like a turbo charge, right? It was like, it went from and anyone listening knows exactly, they can hear the sound in their head because you, you sonic, you'd be like, oh, okay, I'm holding. You needed to have the sound on to know what you were doing, right? Because as soon, you could hear the sound for so long, but if you held it for more than I think five seconds, you redlined. And what it made you do, the game made you pull over in the race and you had like a five, 10 second timeout. Literally, you just had time. You couldn't drive anymore. Your body does the same thing. You know, our minds and bodies, they can only go for so long. And then they redline. And then it's like, it goes, ah, warning, warning. And there's history is littered with examples of people who failed to slow down and will tell you. They write books about it. They teach about it all day long, right? Recovering from being that person that could not take their foot off the pedal. So we're encouraging you in our work here as, you know, whatever our podcast is to you to say like, hey, if the people who have figured it out know all this stuff, do all this stuff, practice it, and have have taken the time to impart it to us, we'd be silly to not follow lockstep and take that advice to heart. 
What do you think that about I that agree project? 100%. I'm inspired to do it. I'm already like, yes, I'm going to slow down this week. I have all these ways that I can do it. And I'm going to, moving into 2022, make sure that I have that time first. That's what all the experts say as well about time management is build that time in first. When are you going to just take time to just be, slow things down? Then with the time that's left, I'm sure you can fill it up with work and obligations and the things that you have, right? But to do that first and to realize that that will serve you in being able to show up for all those other things that you have to do in a totally different way, in a much more present and focused and calm way to prioritize what is most important in those moments. Yeah, I agree 100%. I love it. You just said it. Self-care is an afterthought. Right. That's the way it's presented in the world, right? Self And yeah, we talk about, oh, you should take care of yourself. And it's a big topic. I get it. It's a huge topic today. Why the hell do we think it's such a big topic? Yep. People, <laughs> come on. You know why, right? Because things are unsustainable. So we said we were going to make this about the holidays, okay? So what do we do now? We've got thanks. You just, you know, Thanksgiving. When you hear this, you will have just had Thanksgiving. So I would say reflect on how your Thanksgiving went. Did you slow down for it? Did you really get the gifts from being there? A story that you wouldn't have got, you know, learning something for a family member or a friend, right? Friendsgivings are going to be taking place. You haven't seen people. Their hair is going to be different. Are you noticing, <laughs> you know, look at their hair. And say right? nice I things about it. <laughs> say, always say nice if things. If you notice and right? you don't like it, just don't say anything. <laughs> right? No, no, you're so right, Todd, that it's such a time of year where we can kind of check out and just, just go through the motions and not really be fully present for all of that. And I think that's where as someone older, I can say, like, I really wish I was more present and slowed down in all those family gatherings, you know, having lost so many family members now, my in-laws and grandparents and, you know, like, wow, why didn't I slow down and, and ask really deeper questions, you know, and really listen to people instead of being like, oh, you need more gravy. Let me make sure we got more gravy, right? <laughs> it's like, there's so many things pulling at us, but really slow down to be clear on what really matters to you. And it's okay if you don't do the dishes. I'm sorry, I know you have a dishes thing, Todd, but maybe it's okay if you don't do the dishes immediately, right? After the food is cooked, you know, and just be with people and just be with yourself. And, you know, and it, we have to slow down to remember those things because years later, there will, there can be regret. Yeah. Regret's a, a nasty companion. That's for sure. Right. And we all, and we all know that the need to still do during the holidays strikes me, right? Some people live there like a pretty good, like they're like, I'm good. I'm rolling. Things are good. And then the holidays come around and they get incredibly agitated, stressed out, depressed. Like the holidays aren't always the warmest for everybody, you know, and, and for a variety of reasons, right? From childhood on through to adulthood. So to even when we talk about the third point made about emotional well-being and slowing down, right? Just knowing that about yourself, first and foremost, right? Being self-aware enough as you come into a season that may not bring you the greatest joy. And then you see other people, like, oh, it's supposed to be the joy is written on the cups and it's supposed to be the ghost happy time in the world. And you're like, no, it's not that way. Just knowing that about yourself is very valuable and value that comes from slowing down to know. And because then you can do something about it, right? It can be empowering to know what's going on with you. So if you're like someone who, who 
let's take it, make it a little less dramatic. Just say like, you get stressed out shopping. Like, oh my gosh, I got to get the perfect gift. Got to think about like, what if we just, I think just meditated on the person, just sat down and like in our morning meditation, if that was part of your routine, like then I'm going to spend three minutes thinking about Bridget. I'm going to spend three minutes thinking about Todd, right? Like, what do they like? What do they do? What brings them joy? Instead of going to Amazon and looking at the Black Friday deals or going, you know, to Best Buy or like walking across the mall going like, well, what kind of sweater would mom really like? Right. Like, which I've done. I'm not, I'm totally guilty of it. Right. Like, oh my gosh, I was doing so much. I ran to the mall on the 22nd to try to find a 23rd to try to find a sweater because I messed up and, but I was working so hard. So I'm just saying like, or what if you made, so you could meditate on or what, on the person and try to think of something. And what might come from it is they would like you to buy them this, or they might like something that's like homemade. And which, by the way, slows you down. Have you ever stopped to be crafty and make something for someone? You know, my dad takes the time to write us each like a full page letter about all the things he loves about us and how he enjoys being with us and all the things he appreciates about each of us. And we all, my kids include it. My, he writes it to me, my husband, my kids, everyone. I remember that. And that means more to me than no offense, folks, because I get great gifts, any gift that anybody gives me every year. But you were going to give an example of that too. Well, no, you made me, th- uh, you made me think of the, the opposite of that as a jokey in a jokey way. I'm thinking of Seinfeld and George and his dad. They had uh, Festivus for the rest of us. But it wasn't the uh, list of things he loved about him. It was the airing of grievances that went along with it. <laughs> and remember, George, I'm sorry. It's just, I'm just thinking of the oh, exact I, opposite I, of what. Oh, we're you Seinfeld <laughs> fans. I remember every episode and I do remember that. That's what we don't want to do, right? Like, George, I got a lot of problems with you people this year. Okay. Anyways. So on Sunday, yesterday, and part of the slowing down and in keeping with like being crafty, I, you know, after taking the hour in the morning, I said, leaned, I looked over at Rebecca and I said, Hey, I wouldn't have had this idea. I really, this wouldn't have come. And I'm actually thinking of it right now as we're talking about it because it wouldn't have come. This is a spur of the moment example. I leaned over to her and I said, Hey, like, what if, and I know we can't decorate yet because we're against decorating before Thanksgiving. So I know we can't decorate for Christmas. And my daughter, Isabella's like, why are they decorating? It's okay. I'm okay with it. I give you a pass. It's I'm okay with it. We did it last year. She was mad at me before Thanksgiving. I put up the Christmas lights. We needed it. We needed spirit. So she goes, uh, I said, Rebecca, why don't we go to, we like to paint at the paint stores. The kids like to paint. I said, why don't we go to the paint store today? couple hours and make um, Christmas things like everyone's got to make a Christmas thing that we can put around the house to like, just, you know, then it's our, and we can, we'll put our dates on them and we'll, we can do that, you know, make a little tradition and stuff, you know, um, cause we're making, you know, new traditions. And she was like, yeah, like, why don't you, she goes, why don't you ask the kids? Don't tell them. <laughs> I said, Oh, that's a great, exa- that's a great suggestion. So I went down, it's like, make, let's let them have input. She's so smart. And so I went down like, Hey guys, how y'all, how would you like to do this? They would go, oh, yeah, can I do this? So, but point. I slowed down. She slowed down. Nobody was even talking for like, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes. We just like in our project, we're calm. Everybody was calm. Now we have gifts. We're going to give some to other people because we made extra gifts, right? My mom and papa, our grandparents, right? Don't listen to this, my mom and papa, because you'll know your gifts. So the value of slowing down, the value of making gifts, the value of tuning into other people, right? There's so much there. 
I, it's so true. And I think that people feel the difference in that. Like I, if I were a grandmother, you know, thinking about my grandkids making a little arts and crafts thing for me as they actually think about me and just taking the time versus like rushing around in a mall. And I have to say, I went to the mall. I haven't been to the mall, like to start looking at Christmas gifts. I spent two hours at the mall. Just like, I, I promised myself I wasn't going to buy anything and I didn't, but just to see what it's like. Cause last year there was just, for us, we didn't get together for the holidays at all nor did we shop. So everything was just shipped to Amazon. So I was like, it was horrible. I'm sorry for me being at the mall for two hours. I was like, would so-and-so like this? I don't know. Would so-and-so like this? I don't know. I don't think anybody in my life would be like, oh, I'm so honored and happy that Bridget stressed out and spent all this time at the mall to find this sweater for me, which I don't even really like, or maybe I do. But you know, versus the example, as you're sharing, the, the kids just doing a little arts and crafts project that comes from their heart that they poured their love into and that they were, they had fun doing is, I guess, part of what I'm trying to say. But that takes again that slowing down and the slowing down also leads us to do things differently, right? More mindfully, your exercise in creating the gifts is a mindfulness exercise as well. You're talking about doing it in silence and really enjoying it and really savoring it versus for me, I spent so many years in that frenetic mall mob, you know, buying gifts that I don't know if they ever really meant anything to anybody, you know. And in fact, Jackie said something this year, which is funny. I'm going to say it even though I don't know if she'd give me approval. But, you know, we were I I said something about like, you know, we're going to do a big gift this year instead of or we're going to do no gift and we're going to do donations, like trying to figure out something creative and different. And she's like, I don't really care about any of that. But are you still going to do a stocking? Because with my kids, I I always did. I put a lot into stockings, but I'm telling you, everything in the stocking is like a dollar and it's candy and crap and little trinkets. And I was like, my jaw just hung open. Like, did she seriously just say, are you still going to do the stocking? Which she's 24, by the way. (laughs) She wants the crappy little candy and trinkets. And I've spent massive amounts of money on the big gifts, you know, but it really was like this aha moment of, because there's thought and care that goes into those little things. And I make sure that it's the gum brand that they like, or the candy that I know is their favorite or And so let's all use that because I had to slow down to hear that, like to hear her say that and to go, wow, you know, I get so caught up in spending all this money at the mall or in the pressure of buying something that's so meaningful or big or important. And like, sometimes it's those little meaningful traditions and the silly little things. We have to slow down to remember that and to hear that and to feel people's responses and reactions and see what really they save those stockings for last because we save the best for last, right? Even though it's ridiculous that it's those little things, that's what we do. It's not though. Here's what I hear in that. And by the way, Isabella said, I forgot to like go like do stockings in the way that I'd done them in the past. Because I focused on the bigger gifts last year. And she was like, where's all this? Like, what happened? She was like, Santa, like, you know, messed up. (laughs) Like, what was going on with Santa? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't want to throw Santa under the bus. I was like, geez, to your point, like, they're paying attention to experience. It's COVID. It was the the less elves were working. Some of them were out. That it was, it's what I hear you saying and what I hear even in the comment from, from Isabella, from Jackie's like, there's more in the experience than there is in the thing, right? Then when I think to my own holidays, even if I think about dinner, 
What I remember is being, I think I talked about this a couple episodes, but like being stuck at dinner with my relatives as a little kid. But I remember it, not negatively, like I think of it now, but I like like it. I can see their faces. I can see people who are dead, you know, who aren't with us anymore. And, you know, you don't really understand it then as a kid, and that's fine. But I'm happy my parents had me sit there and do that. You know, when I think about gifts, it wasn't that my, you know, my that Santa, my dad got us bikes. It was the, the hunt to find the bikes, right? Where he put a lot, him and my, him and my mom put a, a lot of thought into like a scavenger hunt. So the experience of people, and that goes for business and personal life, right? Experience, all of that comes if we come full circle. To, from slowing down, not from speeding up, not from having our foot on the pedal all the time, but from realizing and recognizing those things that are most, uh, their priorities that fill us up, the values, right? All the things that are of the highest importance to us, which can get lost as we run, can, running, running, hustling. You know, that's what I mean by running. It can get lost in there. So we're really encouraging you take some time. We've referenced a whole bunch of episodes in the past, so there's no shortage of things that we've talked about here. We tried to give you some fresh ideas, but really challenge you. And we're going to take our own advice, right? As we go into the end of 2021, it's been a crazy for us two years with our business and, you know, just figuring out how to pivot, do things virtually. There's a lot of, a lot of things change for us and we're going to take our own advice, right? We're not going to record the last, what would be the final podcast of the season because we know most people are going to be out of town anyways. But really, we just want to be us and not have the pressure, unnecessary pressure, because y'all could wait a, a week or a month to have another podcast from us. Like we're going to take a hiatus. We're going to take a break. We're going to think about what topics and all the things we want to, you know, how do we want this to go into 2022? Just like we would with any project in our life just like we would for anything in our lives. We're going to do the same thing with the podcast. We talked about it. And so what can you do? That's our challenge to you. What can you do to slow yourself down? And we'll leave you with this kind of distinction because it's really something for you to think about. If you have a trouble with the idea of slowing down, right? like I can't slow down, Todd. I can't slow down, Bridget. It's just, it's not possible. Then consider paring down. And paring down is just like less. Doesn't mean going slower, but maybe doing a few things rather than all the things. Focusing yourself and see what effect that might have. Like take some time to purge some things, right? So maybe they're not bringing all the value they need to, or maybe they're actually detracting from you or whatever's going on in your life. I don't know. Final thoughts, Bridget? Yeah, I no, I agree with that completely. That's my call to everyone as well. And you can always put things back. You know, you can take a break from something. The world will not end and you can put things back. I was just chatting with someone who took who had a really stressful couple of years and took several weeks off of work and I chatted with her after and she said, "Wow, I realized that everything still happened. The world still continued. The work still got done and every and we feel like we're holding up the world." You know, and we're not, no one person, you're not holding up 
the world on your shoulders. You can slow down. You can take a break. You can, there have got to be things you can eliminate to give yourself some space. And the end of the year is a beautiful time to do it. And it was hard for us to say, we're not going to do the next podcast episode, but that's, we're showing you by doing it as well, you know, because I would bet you out there have not listened to every single one of our, this is our 30th episode. And we believe wholeheartedly that there's tremendous value in each and every one. So we trust that if we take a a, a little hiatus, that you're going to go back and find something that'll be perfectly timed for what you need right now, even if we don't do the next one. So we're doing it. We're advocating for it. We're modeling it. We're encouraging you to do it because we care deeply about you and the value that you bring to the world. And we know that it'll be better for you and everyone around you and everything in your life if you can slow down a little bit as we move into the end of the year and get ourselves ready for whatever's coming in 2022. That's right. Well, enjoy those those dinners, those lunches, you're right, being outside, hopefully, because at least in Southern California, we got some pretty nice weather right now. I don't know where you're at, but I don't want to brag. You know, I don't want to be all braggadocious or anything. Throw a snowball or, you know, do some surfing if you're near me because it's been awfully gorgeous here. I guess it's the benefits of climate change. We get some better weather in November. <laughs> but listen, Last thing I want to leave you with, and this is really about, we've asked you to slow down. We've asked you to like indulge in the experience, right? More of the being, less of the doing in this last, you know, month, month and a half here. My last suggestion or words of encouragement for you is you're going to be with family that may or may not, you may not always feel all warm and fuzzy around family. And maybe even if it's your family, maybe your extended family, they're bringing someone and it's like, ah, here's my suggestion to you. Like Bridget just said, you're not holding the world on your shoulders, right? People are allowed to be themselves. Let others be who they are, and your life will go far more swimmingly, right? It will be far more peaceful internally if you just let others be them. Now, it doesn't mean endure things that you shouldn't endure. We're never saying that. I got to make that caveat always. People can be very offensive, and you know that's not what I'm talking about. Most people, though, mind their P's and Q's, right? They're pretty, they keep it in there. Those are the people we're talking about, right? Not the extremes, but kind of the the norm where you just say, let them be them because you, you would want that same respect, that same space afforded to you at that dinner table to be yourself. Isn't that why you get upset? Not you, Bridget. I mean, you listener, right? Because someone's telling you how to be or what to do. They're putting their manual. We've talked about it many times. They're putting their manual on you and you don't like it. So last words of encouragement as we're with all these people that you think should be and act and say a certain thing and do a certain thing, say be a certain way, drop it and let them be who they are. And you see what happens in your holidays. That's my, my last piece of advice for you or my last piece of encouragement for you as we uh, try to reach our, our lofty life goal of leaving people better than we found them. Could not agree with you more and would just add that if someone does say something that you feel you need to say something about or respond to in some way, it's even more important to slow down, right? Because it's those things that we say ah, just in response, in reaction off the cuff. And then we're like, oh, I could have said that in a better way. I could have said that in a way that the person might have actually heard it. So that requires slowing down as well. This whole episode is about being more mindful of the things you're doing, you and how you engage the world, because that's the way you make everything how it is. 
good, bad, in between or otherwise, right? Successful, unproductive, etc. So, you know, we love you. We care about you. We're wishing you an amazing 2022. And we've tried to do everything we can, at least this year in our podcast, to give you some ideas to help support all the things you're doing. So, Bridget, as we always say, right? Until next time, uh, be good people. Make great choices. Have an amazing holiday for whatever it is you do in in this time period. And we'll catch you in 2022. Be well. Hey, thanks for listening to the Right Questions podcast. We hope this episode sparked something that fuels your own inquiry and transformation. If you like what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app. If you want to learn more about the work we do and how it can benefit you, check out our website, sampsoncoachingandconsulting.com. And connect with me on Instagram at the Bridget Sampson. And you can find me at Todd Parker Official. We'll catch you next week. Until then, dare to ask the right questions. <laughs>